you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and boy, oh boy, we have a good one for you today. The NHL season, about 25 games left for each team. Over halfway through the season, for sure. Not nearly a two-thirds of the way through just yet, but we're getting there. Well, actually, that's a lie. We're over two ways, two two-thirds of the way through the season for every single team in the NHL. Um, we're almost there, folks. The NHL season wrapping up soon. Today's episode, we're going to be breaking down who's in, who's out, and why. What's What type of seasons are the 16 teams currently in playoff position having, and uh, who's going to be making it to the dance at the end of the season? That's what we're talking about today on the Master Plan. Let's get going. Um, we're going to start off with the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic. Um, the Eastern Conference overall, if you look at it, pretty much said at this point who's going to be making the uh, making the playoffs this season and, and who's going to be missing it. I, I mean, it's been pretty clear. It's been, it's been set for, for a while now. Leading in the Atlantic, Tampa Bay, Florida, Toronto, and Boston. Um, Tampa Bay has a... League, okay, a division best, 80 points, um, followed right behind by Florida, who have 79. Toronto has 74. Boston has 72 with an extra game played. At the moment, I mean, listen, when you look at these four teams, all of these teams are extremely competitive. Tampa Bay on another roll. We know that Tampa Bay can play come playoff time, right? We know they're a very talented team. They have everything that they need in terms of Vasilevsky and goaltending. Um, their offense is absolutely stupendous. It has been all season long. Um, they are a definite title contender. Um, and, and they and they can just pretty much do everything. Steven Stamkos is back with another excellent season. 62 points to lead the team with 27 goals as a center. Victor Hedman has 43 assists. And for reference, Vasilevsky has a goals against our GAA at 2.33. His save percentage is 920, and he has 30 wins on the season. Um, their power play and penalty kill aren't, tip, aren't as good as they usually are. They're 15th in power play, 11th in penalty kill. They're 10th in goals against per game, which is fantastic, though. And they're just having a really, really strong season. Another extremely strong campaign. Everyone on the team is playing well. Um, Hedman 
Killhorn, Point, Palat, everyone who needs to have a good season is having a good season. Um, and this is just another season that's shaping up really, really, really well for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're doing everything, everything right right now. And and they are they are an exemplar of what NHL teams should look like. Third year straight, they're going to be making the playoffs. Will they win the division? That's, you know, that's unclear whether they'll be the first seed or the second seed or, or the third seed or something like that. But they're definitely a contender this season. And and you got to watch out for them for sure. Florida last season, obviously, um, made the playoffs for the first time in a long time. And, and they're following it up with a really, really strong campaign again. I mean, once again, Florida's showing us the talent that they have on this team. Alexander Barkov with 25 goals, but the star of the team, in my, in my view, is, is Jonathan Huberdeau. 76 points, 58 assists, a 23-plus minus, playing just under 20 minutes a game. Huberdeau is on, he's on another level this season. This entire team has been incredible. Reinhardt, Ekblad, Duclair, Verghey, jeez, I cannot pronounce his name, but they've been very good all season. Um, well, you know, going back to last, last season, we didn't know, and, and it ended up becoming a, a very strong um, point to, that was talked about for a very long time in terms of the goaltending that was for Florida. This season, Bobrovsky, 2.54 goals against a game, 9.16 save percentage, and 28 wins. He's having a very strong season. Once again, though, power play and penalty kill definitely some of the weaker points. They're 13th in power play, which is not something that you expect for a team that has 79 points in the season. They're 17th in penalty kill, which is def a definite concern going into the playoffs because teams in the playoffs, you're not going to be playing against any, you know, Chicago Blackhawks, Arizona Coyotes, any any bad teams, right? And so teams that are going to go on the power play, like Boston, like Tampa Bay, teams like that, if you're if you're not good on the penalty kill, that is a definite cause for concern going forward in the playoffs. Overall, though, I really like what Florida's doing. They've really put another strong campaign together. And again, you got to watch out for this team and all the others because they, I mean, they're talented and they're and they're going to make you pay. The Maple Leafs, another strong team this season, seventy four points. Austin Matthews, thirty nine goals. Let me say that again. Austin Matthews has thirty nine goals a season. He ranks first in the NHL in goals, seventieth in points, thirty one assists. He's having a talent, a great, great season. Morgan Riley, defenseman, leads the team with thirty nine assists. And the first two teams, hey, they're struggling on special teams. Not true for the Maple Leafs, who are first in power play percentage at 29.3%, converting nearly one out of every three power plays into a goal. Their penalty kill is sixth at 83.8%. So they're even if they go on, if you if you go on the power play, it's gonna be a tough one to score. Um, once again, um, 
I mean, who knows what to expect of this Maple Leafs team. They were really strong at the beginning of the season. They've definitely tapered off as time has gone on. Um, they're now definitely within striking distance of the Bruins, um, which is which you know definitely is a concern because they would move back into the wild card spot and uh, play some more away games definitely in the playoffs if they you know make it far or whatever. Um, I think it's really crucial to note that Toronto's goaltending once again I think is a cause for concern. Jack Campbell, especially lately. I don't think he's been playing that well, my personal opinion, right? And the numbers, they're good. They're not great uh, for a playoff team. This is just concerning, right? They're 17th in goals against per game. Campbell gives up 2.62. His save percentage is 9.15, and he has 23 wins. But those numbers aren't going to blow you away. And when you know you have Vasilevsky, when you know you have other extremely talented goaltenders on the other side of the ice – I just don't know if Jack Campbell's the guy who's going to be getting it done. Because we've seen it time and time again that goaltending wins games in the playoffs. They win you series, they win you cups. And I'm just not sure that this is the guy that I would want as my goaltender in the playoffs. We know Toronto has a history of blowing game sevens, and and for me, this is this is concerning. So I look at Toronto, and they're very talented, but they've got to really step it up. They've got to put the what's been happening recently in terms of the inconsistencies behind them and they've got to move forward and they've got to start playing better. They've got to start um, to play better hockey because right now the hockey that they're playing isn't going to be winning them anything more than a couple games of the playoffs at best. The final team in the Atlantic this season, who's probably going to make the playoffs, the Boston Bruins who have had a really, really nice stretch recently. Um, no, no, Guy, no one guy who's a standout on the team. I would say everyone's having a really strong season, especially on that top, that top line. Interestingly, they moved Pasternak to the to the second line, which I thought was an interesting decision by Bruce Cassidy. Um, he's obviously made it work though, so you got to give him a lot of credit there. Pasternak has thirty one goals. Marshawn has thirty three assists. Pasternak leads the team with only 57, 57 points, which should tell you everything you need to know about this Bruins team, that they're not that same team that's that top line heavy, right? They're a team that's very diverse. They got guys who can score all over the ice. Taylor Hall is having a nice season, 41 points, 12 goals, 29 assists. McAvoy is playing well. Coyle debrusque has been super hot lately. Um, Halla and Smith have had nice seasons, so... You know, again, I think that this is a Bruins team that's much more um, well-rounded than in past seasons. And I think that looking forward, especially in the playoffs, their weakness has always been, oh, their top line needs to perform every night. Now we have other guys on the team who can get the job done. Bruins, always good on special teams. 25% conversion rate on, on the power play. That's good for seventh in the NHL. 81% on the penalty kill. So that's good for 12th. They're fifth in goals against per game at 2.68. They're scoring over three goals per game, which is very solid. They got a stud goaltender, Jeremy Swayman, who's allowing 2.03 goals against per game, save percentage of 9.27. Um, and obviously, Linus Hallmark has 17 wins, but he and Jeremy Swayman have been splitting a lot of time. So it's no surprise that they're about even in wins this season. Um, overall, the Bruins recently have shown that they are a very talented team and that 
in my opinion, once again, I think that when we look at the Bruins, they're a team that's probably going to be making noise in the playoffs this year. That's my feeling. Because the way that they're playing right now, they're look, they look extremely talented. They look well-rounded. They look diverse. They can get it done in a lot of different ways. And you look at some of the teams that they've beaten recently. I mean, they beat the Avalanche at home. They're just doing everything right right now. And, and if that continues, I would not want to face this Bruins team in any round of the playoffs because that, that's just a, a recipe for disaster. Moving on to the Metropolitan. The Hurricanes lead this division relatively comfortably, I'd say. They, they're ahead by six points over the Rangers and the Penguins. And I, I personally think that the Carolina Hurricanes are just going to take it out right. Um, Ajo leads in all three categories, goals, assists, and points. He has 24 goals, 34 assists, and 58 points. So he's been the stud. Um, this team, I would argue, may be the best team in the NHL right now. Um, or at least overall in the entire season. They rank first in goals against per game at 2.39. They're scoring nearly three and a half goals a game. They're third on power play percentage. And most importantly, they're first in penalty kill at nearly 90%. That's ridiculous, folks. Their goaltender, Frederick Anderson, having a great season. 2.8 goals against per game. 928 save percentage and 29 wins. This team, watch out. They are coming off of a tough season last season and they're following it up with another extremely strong campaign. The Hurricanes, a very, very physical team, coached very well by uh, Diamore. And I, again, this is another team that I want no piece of. The East is so competitive this season, I, I, I can't even explain it well enough. It seems like every team, or at least six or seven of the eight teams, I feel right now could go on and win the Stanley Cup. You cannot count the Hurricanes out. Absolutely not, right? For as good as Tampa Bay and Florida have been, I would argue this this Hurricanes team has been virtually unstoppable um, for, for, for long periods of time. And, you know, teams will get a couple games off of them, sure, but they've lost 12 games a season. Five of, and they've lost five overtime games. They have 39 wins. They're just talented. Flat out, just the most talented team maybe on the East. Um, again, I want no part of them. The Rangers, this is a story of the season. They're having a great season. Chris Kreider has 38 goals. Let me repeat myself. 38 goals tied for second in the NHL in goals. Adam Fox has 48 assists, tied for fourth in assists this season. Artemi Panarin, Panarin, 61 points, leads the team. So that tells you that, okay, you have a guy who's scoring a lot of goals, a guy scoring a lot of assists. Neither of those guys are leading in points, which is very interesting. Panarin has 46 assists, by the way, as a winger. The strongest part of this team, I would say, they're more defensive for sure. Second in goals against per game. They're great on the power play, great on the penalty kill. Fifth and seventh, respectively. Their goaltending has been absolutely ridiculous. They, I would say, have the best goaltender in the NHL. And that is undoubtable. And I'm going to mispronounce his name. Igor Shester, Shesterkin. I think I got it right. Let me read out these numbers for you guys. Goals against per, na- per game. One. 
9.93 save percentage 9. Point, or 0.942 wins 28 this dude is on a completely another level right now all right when i tell you that the rangers could win it win it this year i mean it and the reason why is igor shesterkin because this dude as i've said a billion times before goaltending wins you cups in the nhl and if you don't believe me you obviously haven't watched enough nhl playoffs over the last two seasons because vasilevsky's been another guy in the playoffs and igor shesterkin is what is keeping this rangers team out of the doldrums of mediocrity and into the times of greatness can he keep it up i don't know i don't know that is hard to tell but he has so far this season so to me that there, there there's really no you know, I, I wouldn't venture to say, hey, I mean, this guy, he's not going to continue doing this. That's what he's done so far this season. He's been absolutely incredible. And it's really going to be so, so tough for other teams to, to get past the Rangers just because they're so dangerous, right? They have the best goaltender in the game. They have guys who can score. They're not going to wow you offensively, but they're going to, they're going to keep you into submission, and they're going to just save, 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 save. They have a very talented defenseman, Adam Fox. Great first line. This team is dangerous, and I want no part of the Rangers. I don't want to face Igor Shesterkin in the playoffs. I don't know about you guys. I don't. Moving right along, the Pittsburgh Penguins having another renaissance, 77 points in the season. And the real star of the team right now, I mean, Crosby's obviously having a great season. Malkin's having a good season. Jake Gensel is having a stupendous season. 27 goals, 57 points, 30 assists. Chris Letang, 43 assists on the season. Um, they're great on the penalty kill. They're having a great season goaltending-wise. Um, Tristan Jari. 2.3 goals per game, goals against per game, fantastic. Um, and he has 27 wins, both really, really strong. Um, really, really strong numbers. Their goals per game, 3.21, super strong. Their power play, a little bit weaker, 22%, but still overall very, very good. They got the they got the talent, the top-end talent who can do it. And we all know that they got Crosby, uh, Rust, and Malkin. They got they got guys all over the ice who can do it. Let's not let's not get it mixed up, right? They have guys all over the ice who can get it done. Jeff Carter, Kasperi Kapanen, Avengi Malkin, as I've said. They have the team, then they have the experience to make noise in the playoffs every single season like they have in the past. And as I've said, you know, I think that Jari is their weakness. So far, he's been having a great season. If his goaltending can stay. You know, and he doesn't have a playoffs like last season where he was missing so many shots to his glove side. Again, the Penguins can be so dangerous because of their experience and because they have the talent on the team that even against goalies like Igor Shesterkin can pull one out. They have a good defense, um, just a super strong all-around team. And, you know, you, you, can't, you can't beat that team if it's honest, if they're at their best. I mean, that's just going to be way too hard for, for any team in the playoffs to do. Um, they, they are one of the more talented and one of the more experienced teams in the playoffs. Um, 
and it's going to show this postseason. I think that they're going to have a really, really successful postseason and uh, look look for them to make noise in the playoffs this year. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Final team in the East, the Washington Capitals. I would argue the weakest team just because they've been the most inconsistent lately. 69 points. But once again, I mean, Ovechkin, you don't want any part of this guy from the spot. And if he gets to his spot, watch out. 34 goals, 68 points. Kuznetsov has 36 assists. They're talented offensively. Goaltending-wise, a little bit a little bit all over the place. Samsonov has 17 wins. But Vanacek has the better goals against per game. So they have to figure out who their goaltender is going to be. And I think that's what they struggled with last season. And I think that that's why that they're my eighth of eight teams going into the playoffs this season. They're great scoring. Goals against per game is ninth in the NHL, so that's super strong. But their special teams are are very, very mediocre at best. Um, on power play, surprisingly bad. 23rd in the NHL in the on the power play, which is unacceptable when you get to the playoffs. You need to convert those power play chances when you get the opportunity because there are going to be teams who are going to make you pay for not capitalizing. On the penalty kill, they're 13th at 80%. So they're right around middle of the pack, which, you know, again, when you have a below, well below average power play, you kind of, and you have a mediocre power play kill, those are recipes for problems in the playoffs. So I, I look to that in goaltending, and that's why they're my eighth of eight teams in the playoffs um, for the East. And, and Columbus is on the edge, but they're they're probably not going to make it. We're going to move right along to the rest, Western Conference. It's definitely a little bit more competitive. We'll break it down right now. Uh, we have 10 minutes left. We're going to blow right through this, everybody. The Avalanche, 40 wins, winningest team in the NHL this season. Landeskog, 30 goals. Kadri, 48 assists and 70 points. Not as dynamic, not as explosive. 20th on the penalty kill. That's problematic. 11th on the power play, problematic. And 12th in goals against per game. Darcy Kemper, good, not great. 2.53 goals against per game. Um, and remember, folks, the biggest problem I see with the Avalanche this season is when you play in a division, when you get to play the Blackhawks, Coyotes, Jets, teams that really, really aren't that talented, I see a lot of problems for that. And that's what I've been talking about all the time with the Avalanche. They just don't play great enough competition. So those wins that they have, a little bit overrated. But don't get me wrong, they got the talent to do it. Landeskog. Kadri and everyone on this team is very, very talented, especially on that front line. Rantanen, McKinnon, all very, very good. McKinnon's not having the greatest season that you know we've seen from him in the past, but he's still got 54 points, so let's not go crazy on him. Overall, Colorado, solid. Resurgency for the Blues this season, 71 points. They're 14 behind the Avalanche. But they're sitting nice and pretty in a playoff position right now. 32 wins. And the real story for the Blues, once again, is goaltending. Ville Husso, 2.11 goals against per game. Um, but the problem is, is they got three goaltenders, Bennington, Lindgren, and Husso, all over the place. And I think that, you know, they got to really, again, figure that out. They're good in goals against per game. They're sixth. They're great on the power play. They're great in the penalty kill. They have all the makings for a great team, 
but I just want to know who's playing goaltending and who's goaltending in the playoffs. And I don't know if they have the talent at that top end to get it done against some of these better teams. I like St. Louis. I don't love St. Louis. Minnesota definitely fallen off lately. They they're two and eight in their last ten. Very surprising because they were super solid throughout throughout the season. Kirill Kaprizov, say his name, say it again. 28 goals, 42 assists, 70 points. He's excellent. Again, goaltending. Capo Kakinen, 9-12 save percentage. 2.8 goals against per game. Cam Talbot's got 20 wins, but he's worse in those categories. They're terrible in goals against per game, 22nd. They're terrible on the power play, 19th, and they're bad on the penalty kill, 25th. This team needs to score points to win games. That's the problem in the playoffs. They're not going to go far. Dallas Stars in the playoffs at the moment. They're looking good. Not great. Pavelski having a good season. 37 assists, 59 points. Robertson leads the team in 29 goals. Goaltending's been good, not great. Ottinger, 2.31 goals against per game. 9.22 save percentage. 19 wins. They're ranked 14th, middle of the pack in goals against per game. 9th on the power play, 19th on the penalty kill. I just don't think that they got the legs to stomach into those playoffs. They're again, they don't wow me. They don't do anything that tells that shows me, oh my God, this team is really going to be making a difference, really going to be making some noise in the playoffs. And I feel the exact same way about the Predators. I look at the Predators and I say to myself, they're good, but they're not great. They might not even make the playoffs, but at the moment they're sitting sitting pretty in the playoffs. They're they've been. Okay, recently, I guess Roman Yossi's having a great season. They're good on the power play, 24%, eighth in the NHL. Their goaltending is just okay, 2.44 goals against per game for Jose Saros, 9.23 save percentage, 26 wins, or 11th in goals against per game, 16th on the penalty kill. But like I said, I, I just I'm not a big fan of any of these teams from from the Central Division. I think that they have a weaker division. I think that teams benefit from that. I think that their their stats are inflated. I just and I look at these teams. I just think to myself. I mean, they're not they're not wowing me. The Avalanche the only one who wow me. Um, the rest of these four teams really aren't that good. Surprise of the season: the Flames. Excellent, excellent season so far. Um, Goudreau, forty nine assists, seventy one points. The best part of this team: third in goals against per game at two point four six. Jacob Markstrom. 2.71 or 1.7 goals against per game, 9.25 save percentage, 25 wins. They're great on the penalty kill, 84%. They're okay on the power play, 23%. It's just a good, it's just a good matchup. If they make some moves at the deadline, this is going to be great for the Flames. They look like they're going to run away with the Pacific, um, four points ahead of the competition, the Kings with three games in hand. So they're just sitting nice and pretty right now. There are three games and four points. So they have three games in hand, four points ahead of the Kings. The Kings are good. Again, not great. Their special teams are absolutely horrendous. 16% on the power play. That's good for 28th in the NHL. 76% on the penalty kill. That's good for 24th in the NHL. And those are the only stats you need to know. Cal Peterson is good. Not great. 2.63 goals against per game. That's just not what you want to see. 
Um, I, I'm not a big fan of, of this Kings team. I feel like they've played some easier hockey teams lately. Um, not a big fan of them. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights, definitely a down season for them. We might be seeing the end of this, you know, you know, Vegas Golden Knights expansion era team, or we might be seeing the beginning because Jack Eichel's been great. Marshall Stowe's had a good season. Goaltending's, again, been a problem. They can't figure it out. They cannot figure it out. Rousseau, 276 or 2.76 goals against per game. Save percentage, 900 flat. Horrible. Robin Leonard, 2.779 goals against per game. 909 save percentage. And these are just stats that are going to be so bad in the playoffs. 2.91 goals against per game. 18% on the power play, 22nd. 79.1% on the penalty kill, 18th. They're not going anywhere, folks. It's just, I mean... The Pacific Islanding is that competitive, and I just think that not much is going to happen. The Oilers are sticking around, but I don't think that they have the legs. Dreisaitl's having a great season, nearly 40 goals. McDavid's got 50 assists. Dreisaitl has 79 points. They're great on the power play. They have no defense, and they really have no goaltending. Um, Miko Koskinen, 3.05 goals against per game. That's just horrible. I mean, that's just those are just some some very bad stats. Uh, in my opinion, I look at this. I think the East is way stronger this season. I mean, I look at the West. I say, I get the Flames, Avalanche, Blues, maybe the Blues because they're good on special teams. From the East, I could see six or seven teams making it. That would be the Lightning, Panthers, Bruins for sure. Hurricanes, Rangers, Penguins. I think you can throw the Maple Leafs in there too. Um, I think that the only team that I really don't feel that comfortable with or that confident in um, is the Capitals. It's going to be good NHL playoffs. That's the breakdown so far. Um, you know, NHL playoffs, we're two-thirds of the way through the season just about. We'll be giving all of our breakdowns of the previews of the NHL playoffs and everything like that when the season comes to an end. For now. That's all you get. That's my NHL update, teams that are in. Um, thank you all for listening, and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.